Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Welcome, my friends, to a special podcast edition. I was talking to Mr. Doc here and uh, this morning and thinking about players I needed to trade for. And it got me thinking, man, I'm just going to put them on video and just ask them point blank. Let's talk about it. So uh, that's what we're going to do. So well, week, I, 11, week 11 is a trade deadline for a lot of leagues, right? A lot of leagues. Yeah, I got a trade deadline coming up in uh, most of my leagues, and uh, I, I want to make a push. So I got to I got to swindle some people. So we got to find some some trade values. Do you think this is the right week to have it, considering everything's you know there's more games because nobody uh, really changed it. Yeah, you know, I think the twenty first or the twenty fifth is most the ones that I'm looking at right now. Um, maybe. I mean, I didn't really want to change my playoff structure because I feel like we're going to get two crappy weeks at the end of the year. But you also have that playoff or the uh, bye week in week 14. So what we did in one of my leagues is that week 14 is like a play, uh, like everybody plays everybody league. Mm -hmm. doesn't really count. And then we'll do weeks 15, 16 or 17. How can you do a playoff when week 14 where teams are going to be out? Yeah, so we, that just didn't seem fair. Yeah, so I don't know if that setting was fixed in all the leagues. I probably should look into that, right? <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, anyways, we are here, of course, on behalf of DrRoto.com, your daily prescription of fantasy sports. And if you're watching this, you already know that. But if you're not in the Discord, that's where the magic happens. So make sure um, you reach out. If you don't know how to get in Discord, we'll get you in that Discord, right? The Discord was great. Honestly, it's been my favorite thing. I, didn't, I wasn't really a Discord person prior to starting the site. You knew that. I mean, you basically had to show me how to use yep. it. But what a, what a find on Sunday mornings to be able to answer questions. And I mean, throughout the week and people are in there and chatting and community based. It's really good. I couldn't be any happier. With it. They got to do it. All right. Well, let's get right into this, my friend. I've got 10 wide receivers I want to ask you about. And we'll see what happens after that. OK, so no running backs, no quarterbacks, no uh, tight ends. No, I'm focused on wide receivers right now. Uh, so, you know, we can, I'll ask you that, you know, you'll have some time on your own when I'm done with you. And you can bring <laughs> up a few players if you like. Um, but the, this all kicked off this morning when I asked you about Mike Williams. I have seen the most chatter on this guy about, can I drop him? Do I bench him? Do I flex Gibson over him? Uh, this guy has shown that he can put up 25, 28, 30 points week after week, but he just hasn't done it the last few weeks. Is this a ripe time to go after the Mike Williams owner? So look, I'm looking at the schedule right here on DrOta.com, by the way. Strength of schedule. Pittsburgh this week, not the greatest. Denver, yeah. Then it becomes the Bengals, the Giants, the Chiefs, the Texans, the Broncos. Pretty good schedule. It's a pretty good schedule. So look, what they've been saying most recently is he's not injured. I think the Chargers look off. They're not taking deep shots downfield to Williams like they used to. They're not establishing the run. Herbert has been mediocre at best the last couple of weeks. So I think you probably can get Williams in a trade from a disgruntled Williams you know, manager right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably would be a good idea because when he hits, this is the kind of guy that hits for 102, right? Yeah. 100 yards, two touchdowns. So he's not like a six, you know, a, a big, he's not a big play guy in terms of like, he's going to catch the 80 yard touchdown pass. He's going to get two in a game. Yeah. And that's a difference maker. So 
you know, there, I'd if I could have Herbert and I could have Williams contract year, still playing for it, I'd probably make a deal. Yeah, it's been interesting because he's a guy that traditionally for the last few years and when he's healthy, he's getting 10 to 12 targets a game every game. But the last five weeks, I mean, we're looking at five, 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 six, four. Uh, but but let's yeah. talk about a couple of things. Mm -hmm. The Eagles and the Vikings play similar defenses mm -hmm. where they don't get beat deep. They play the short game. Right. So that was a Keenan. Those were Keenan Allen weeks. Right. And I think people really have to look at that. So week one and week two, we don't have that information danger. Right. Mm -hmm. But as the season goes on, we kind of know like how defenses play. So we should know that we shouldn't have expected Williams to have those weeks. Now, I think a lot of people liked him, especially in DFS, because he hadn't hit in a while. But I think he's got a better chance to hit this week. Pittsburgh can be beaten deep. So, Stay yeah. Stay on him is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my number one guy. So I think I'm going to try to swindle some people out of Mike Williams this week. Um, similarly, let's look at another guy who is um, also capable of those high 20s to low 30 games that I feel like people might be a little off on in Adam Thielen. I don't dislike Thielen, but I don't like Thielen. And here's what I mean by that. So let me look at his schedule because right now when you're making trades, you have to be looking for the end of the year. Okay. Yep. So we're looking at green Bay at San Francisco, Detroit, Pittsburgh, the bears, the Rams, green Bay. It's not my favorite schedule of the world, right? Not my favorite. You've got Jefferson who was reestablished this week. You've got Dalvin cook in an offense that likes to run the ball 20 times a game. You've got Conklin, who's really turned out to be the third receiver. K.J. Osborne is poo. Mm -hmm. So Thielen makes plays, but he doesn't make a lot of plays, right? So he's the guy that goes four for seven, and you hope he finds the touchdown. So that's what you're, you're – it's more touchdown dependent. I think right. I like Thielen more in a standard and a half point than in a full PPR. So if you're in, uh, you know, a half point, I'm okay with it. But full PPR, I want. I wonder if you don't get a touchdown, you're looking at 11 points. So if you are a middling team and you're on the verge of playoffs and you have a feeling, are you flipping the script and trying to trade him off, thinking people might give you fair value or better than fair value for him? So what I like to do with the feeling mm -hmm. is, let's say I have James Robinson. Mm -hmm. I will chain, trade James Robinson and Thielen for a better player. Sure. Right? I can use it as a two-for-one for a guy who needs that. That's the way I look at a Thielen. Right? You give me Robinson and Thielen and give me back, you know, Jamar Chase and somebody, mm -hmm. we're in business. All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's take a look at somebody I'm a big fan of, but another um, guy I'm seeing some chatter. People are unhappy with the offense. They don't like the direction they've been seeing. Uh, the schedule's not the best. Terry McLaren. Well, look, um, I like him. I like Heineke. So, but let's look at the schedule moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. Carolina, tough defense, very tough defense. Seattle, not very good. The Raiders, not very good, but here's where it gets ugly. Mm -hmm. Dallas Eagles, Dallas Eagles, Ooh. right? So the Eagles don't scare me because they will, I mean, Slay is there, but you can beat Slay, mm -hmm. but you've got Trayvon Diggs twice and you got Slay twice in those last four games. That's a little dicey. Now, here's the thing about Diggs. I think Diggs gets too much credit. He's not a shutdown cover. No. He's just a big play cover guy, right? So imagine this, right? 
McLaurin's here, Diggs is here. Diggs comes in, tries to get the ball and, and goes to the house with it. But he'll let up the catch. If he misses it, he's going to miss it. McLaurin's going to go for a touchdown. So right. I'm, I'm in on McLaurin, but I'm not all the way in on McLaurin. Okay. Are you more apt to trade him away than trade for him at this point? Or is he a hold? He's a hold. He's a hold. I don't want to give him away because I could lose a league. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, I, you know, I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm going to keep him. All right. Let's talk about a broken team. Let's, let's talk about a, a guy I was super hyped for. I have him in a lot of spots. So maybe it's more of a trade away, although I don't know you can get a lot of value for him right now because of the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh. Deontay Johnson. Where, where do yeah. we stay with him? Yeah, I think that he's either a big hold. Uh, I think he's a hold. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is going to come back. And he just gets tons of targets. I don't know why we saw Ray Ray McLeod and James Washington. I mean, that's just an anomaly. Uh, Johnson is that guy that gets 12 to 14 targets a week. He's their number one guy. He's the number one guy when Claypool's there. So, look, if I'm in a PPR league, I'm living or dying with Deontay Johnson, who should be able to give me 16 points a week. So, so let me ask you this question. How many team, How many positions do you play? How many starters do you have in your league? Uh, so my main two leagues are two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex. So six plus a quarterback? Mm-hmm. But and a tight end, you know. But, okay. So if you yeah. could get 16 points a week from each player, would you win most weeks? Well, yeah. So then why would you get rid of Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson? Well, that's my question is do I trade for him because the people are down on that team? Yeah, I think I would. Because yeah. look – Look at what the, I mean, let me take out the calculator there because you know I can't do that kind of math in my head, right? <laughs> so if you've got 16 times seven is 112 points a week, right? Right. If I told you how many weeks are you winning your league by scoring 120 points, mm-hmm. my guess is about 85 to 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where I want to be. That's fair. And just looking through this list, you know, this is a guy who basically, you're right, scoring 12 points a game. He's got the Chargers, the Bengals, Baltimore, Minnesota, Tennessee. That's a beautiful thing. Minnesota, Tennessee, right at the beginning of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota lets up those short passes, as does Tennessee. And then you got KC in week 16. Yeah, Yeah, I'm all in. All right. So, so far, we're trading for Williams. We're trading for Johnson. Right. And we're and we're getting rid of Thielen and we're keeping McLaurin. All right. All right. This is a good list. I like this so far. All right. So we talked about those Cowboys uh, briefly uh, in, when we were getting ready to do this, how uh, Dak was uh, a winner yet again for DFS players. Um, how are you feeling about Cooper? Do you think you can pry Cooper away from a Cooper owner? One moment, please. Please hold. Dallas. Okay. At Kansas City. Las Vegas. New Orleans, that's bad. Washington, the Giants, Washington, Arizona. So the schedule's good. Um, You know, the old adage was I I like Cooper better at home than I do on the road. And he's got one, two, three, four games. So I'm looking at the playoffs. So you're looking at the Giants, the Washington, and Arizona. I think it's a pretty solid schedule. I just like Lamb more. I I think when I look at it, it's Lamb and Zeke. And then Cooper's three. So, and here's the big thing. And let's talk about trading for a second. Mm-hmm. The guy who has Cooper likes him more than you do. Probably. So yeah. you're mean, that means you have to pay more to get him mm-hmm. than you want to. Yep. I know that Co- I will never trade for Cooper because I'm literally going to give you 80 cents in the dollar and you're going to want a buck 10. Right. 
All right. I feel that. Um, I know Lamb got a little dinged up in that game. Um, probably not worried about it, but let's just switch gears for a brief second because you know our boy Chris Emmerich is a huge Michael Gallup fan. Is this a guy you need on your bench in case Lamb or Cooper go down before your fantasy playoffs? Well, yeah. So it, for that reason, yes. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just Gallup in general, because I'm a Michael right. Gallup fan as well, mm -hmm. Gallup is that guy where it's nothing, nothing, Gallup, nothing, nothing, Gallup. But you have to guess right. Right. Because when you guess right, he goes through the roof. But this but week, this year's been week. Right. And this, re this year has been nuts with COVID and injuries, though. So, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about handcuffing and having the right backup running back on your bench all the time. Don't necessarily feel that way about wide receivers all the time, but I feel like Gallup could be a playoff winner for you if the right circumstance comes up. So in my waiver wire article this week, I wrote about a guy named Gabriel Davis. Mm -hmm. I love him on waivers. Why? He is one injury away from Diggs or Sanders from being a starter. Two, you get him for a dollar right now, right? Pay nothing. Yep. He's on a good offense. It's like Gallup. So Gallup is in this position where he may do nothing for you, but what if Cooper or Lamb gets injured and all of a sudden he's an integral part of that offense right. and you may win your league because of him? And we're kind of at that point in this particular year where a lot of these stashes that you have on your bench um, for running back stashes and things have kind of played out and you know there's some open holes you can dump and start churning the bottom end of that bench. Well, look, I think you've got to protect yourself right now. So mm -hmm. I'm in a league that I have Jonathan Taylor. I'm bidding on Marlon Mack. Mm -hmm. I don't like Marlon Mack at all. But I, I know I like, I know that Marlon Mack is going to cost me 80% of my fat budget if I don't get him this week at a dollar. Right. Um, all right. So let's keep moving. Where are you on DeAndre Hopkins? Do you try to pull him off the owner before he plays another game? That's a really good question. Let's take a look at what Mr. So Hopkins has Seattle, then a buy. So let's just say we don't see him for two weeks. Let's just argue that. Yep. When he comes back, it's the Bears, the Rams, Detroit, Indianapolis, and Dallas. You know, I could live without Hopkins. And here's, here's my problem with Hopkins. I don't think I'm going to draft him anymore uh, if the Cardinals are the way they are now. And I'm going to tell you why. Firstly, they run more than we think they do. Mm-hmm. Right between Edmonds and Connor, they run the ball more than we think. We think they're a high-flying offense. They're not. They run a lot. The, secondly, Kirk, Green, Ertz, Moore, Hopkins. I know Hopkins is the best of the bunch. I get that. But is he so much better than the rest of them? I don't think so. Yeah, and Kyle Murray has been using them. Mm -hmm. I, you know, he just hasn't played in a while. I wonder if somebody desperate to stay in the playoff hunt has him and you could peel him off of that guy for a reasonable offer. Maybe, but let me ask you this. You get him. Mm -hmm. You're playing him every week, even in a bad matchup. He could be the guy that loses you a league, and here's why. That's because true. you can't not play Hopkins because you have Hopkins. Sure. And he's giving you 11 points and not 24. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. All right. Um, we saw Russell Wilson come back. It wasn't great. Um, cold weather on the road, probably still a sore hand that had a hard time gripping the ball. Um, but I have heard chatter in some of the Facebook start, sit, trade groups of people ready to just literally drop Tyler Lockett. 
do you think you could lowball the Tyler Lockett guy with like a, I don't know, like a Corey Davis and Mike Davis because uh, Corderell might be out for a week. If you can get that, then you're my, my smart <laughs> friend. I'm, I'm all over that. Right. Um, right. Let's see. Seattle, Arizona, Washington, the 49ers, the Texans, the Rams. But does it really matter with Tyler Lockett? No. I like Tyler Lockett, and I think I think Metcalf and Lockett are guys to take advantage of. People are – recency bias are two words we don't use enough on these videos because we only know what we saw last week. And last week we saw Tyler Lockett sucking. Yeah. Well, I, t I always go back to the Tommy G story. Tommy G and I were doing late night radio, and we were doing a Sunday night radio show from a Somebody used to long. call into that all the time. It was the first show we ever did before we went on 12 to 2. So this was 11 to 1 a.m. on Sunday nights after the games. Nobody listened. Trust me. So Andy Dalton, I think that week, threw like threw for 100 yards and five interceptions. That's how bad it was. During break, Tommy goes, Doc, you know who my DFS quarterback is next week? I'm like, no. He goes, Andy Dalton. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> Andy Dalton goes for 240 yards and three touchdowns next week. And he, yeah. it's like at $5,000. Right. Why? Recency bias. Right. I didn't want him. Tommy knew better. At 1.2% owned. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. I, I'm kind of in on Lockett because I think that I can get him for next to nothing. I think somebody that's hurting at running back who watched that game last week has been watching Geno Smith for a few weeks is just going to look at this and go, yeah, I got to like, I've got James Robinson in a bunch of places where he is maybe a flex for me now. I think I could take James Robinson and switch over to Lockett. One moment, please. Please hold. Please continue to hold. I want you to listen to me very carefully right now. Okay. <laughs> hold James Robinson. Yeah. And here's why. Uh, week 14, he has Tennessee. Not so good. Week 15, Texans. Week 16, the Jets. Ooh, the Jets. That's why you hold them. Yeah. The Those Jets. two games right there okay. are, are games that you win. Like you get to the finals with James Robinson. Well, I had four running backs on the list in case we got there, and Robinson was number one that I wanted you to ask have, you I mean, about. Just for that right there, I, I Trade couldn't form. pry James Robinson away from gotcha. my cold, dead body. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, I mentioned them already. Um, only like 65% owned in Yahoo leagues. Uh, Corey Davis. Look, I know if he's available, I'm probably picking him up because he's the number one receiver on a team. If he's out there, I don't know why he's on that many. Um, waiver wires because he is a number one receiver even on a very bad team um are you interested in him at all just as a safety in case you need injury or covid replacements for your run so once again i'll go to the things mm -hmm. uh miami texans eagles saints uh, jacksonville it's it's okay mm -hmm. it's okay here's the problem do you want to buy into zach wilson or mike white no. Elijah Moore is a 10-point guy. Michael Carter's been more involved. Mm -hmm. Jamison Crowder's there. I think Davis is good, mm -hmm. but do I look at Corey Davis and say 15 points a week? Mm -hmm. No. I look at Davis and I say 8 to 12. Is that Would I trade Mike Davis for Corey Davis? In a heartbeat. Would I trade much more than that for Corey Davis? Mm -hmm. No, Are you picking him up if he's on the waiver? Depends who I'm dropping. Probably yes, but I'm, I don't want to drop anybody I like. Sure. All right. Um, 
two guys. Let's just throw them both out there for you. Uh, just people that I have a mild interest in. Um, Sutton, Cortland Sutton and Beasley. Okay. So I was looking at something before. What? So Beasley, mm-hmm. right, has Indianapolis this week, but then he has the Saints next week. Mm-hmm. Saints are terrible in, in, against slot receivers. Mm-hmm. Then he has New England, and New England's for sure going to be covering digs. Mm-hmm. Then he's got Tampa, who has a terrible slot cornerback. Um, I, 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 I'm not getting rid of Beasley. Beasley is almost like their version of a running back. He li- They throw the ball to him instead of running the ball. So I do like Beasley a lot. So if somebody's down on Beasley, definitely somebody I should oh attempt God, to I'm get sure. on. In a PPR, scooping that, that guy up. Sutton is different because Teddy Bridgewater, it's gotten uglier. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's flashes, but he's not good. And now Judy has to get the ball and Fant's getting the ball and Patrick is good and Javon. I don't I can move Sutton more easily than I can move Beasley. Let me tell you something. Which offense do you think is going to score more points in the next six weeks? The Bills or the Broncos? Right. I mean, yeah, Bills. So but they've had a couple of off games. People get, you know, antsy this time of year. You got a guy that's in seventh place in his league and six make the playoffs. Maybe you give him a two for one and steal Beasley from. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or I could easily give the guy Sutton for Beasley and something mm-hmm. or Sutton and something for Beasley and something. I'll do mm-hmm. that trade in a heartbeat. I want the guy with the better quarterback on the yep. better offense in the playoffs. All right, so I've made my case for these 10 guys to try to get on my teams, Beasley, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson. I mean, it might sound like, duh, of course you want those guys, but these are players on teams that are either kind of trending down right now, a complete hot mess, or a guy who was putting up 30 points a game who only been putting up seven points a game. You might be able to get a a trigger-happy owner to give you one of these guys. Well, look, let's talk about trading for a second, okay? Mm -hmm. Go look at everybody's roster. See what they need, mm-hmm. right? What Try to make the right match. Mm-hmm. So if you've got four running backs and a guy needs a running back, well, that's a trading partner. Mm-hmm. Don't force a trade down somebody that they don't want. Right. So and, and look, if there's 12 teams in your league, you probably only have two or three teams that are the right fit. Right. So I, it's got to be the right fit or it's never going to happen, no matter unless you just pester somebody to death. And, you know, that, that works, too. I had two running backs on my list in case we had time. We already addressed James Robinson. Delvin Cook, do you think this is a time you could get that guy off of an owner, even though he spent a top five draft pick on him? I don't think you ever get Delvin Cook mm-hmm. off an owner. I think you have to pay too much mm-hmm. because people always go back to, I drafted him number two overall. Sure. And that makes it that they can't move. It, it, it takes a very courageous soul to trade Cook. Because most people say, I drafted him second. I'll never trade him, right? That's not me. I don't care. I need to win now. I don't care what I did in August. My problem with Cook is this. He's he's been injured before. And if you trade Cook and you don't have Madison, Mm -hmm. you're in trouble. It's like trading for McCaffrey right now. I would only trade him for McCaffrey if I can get Chuba Hubbard. Right. I have to cover myself or I'm not doing it. Can I tell you the one guy I'm most worried about? Yep. I would be trading this guy if I possibly could. I don't know if he can at this point, but Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. you, here's why. A.J. Dillon is a beast. Looks good. He looks great. 
So let's just assume Jones comes back healthy. And this is what I'd sell the person on. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jones, come back in two weeks, ready for the playoffs. You know he's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be the guy. I think they're going to be the co-guy. They're going to share at their danger. I think so. And that makes Jones not as good. All right, real quick, and we'll wrap it up and get out of here. Um, just looking at the people who have excelled this year, um, any of these people, just a yes or no, are you interested in trying to move at a high end to get a couple pieces below? Um, I'm looking at guys like Hollywood Brown, now that Bateman's kind of made his place. I him. Is Hollywood Brown is one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in PPR scoring so far. That's way That's above his. His pay yeah, grade, right? Tradable. Michael Pittman. Not tradable. He's number eight. Not tradable. Year. He's for real. Yeah, because, and he's the only guy who catches the pass. I mean, do you mm-hmm. know that last week nobody had more than 31 yards receiving besides Pittman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore. I hate Cam Newton's guts. I would trade him. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's see here. And by Nobody the way, I think Cam really will well. be good for Robbie Anderson and Terrace Marshall. Hope so, right? Uh, Jalen Waddle. I could trade him. Mm-hmm. And the last one, Devontae Smith. I wouldn't trade him. I think he's playing better. He doesn't get a lot of catches, but he's doing a lot with those catches. And I think Hertz looks to him, so I probably would hold him for now. Fair enough. Yeah, I have... Um have Hollywood in just one league and uh yeah I feel like every week I'm waiting for him to just disappear and not come back because like this is way over his talent level where he is look he's good so somebody I, I was listening to the fan of the Sirius XM and somebody had said you know Hollywood didn't really work out with everybody last year because he was injured so that's why he's playing better okay but Bateman is good Mark Andrews is good and that's I don't trust Lamar really and that's a team that likes to run the football and Latavius Murray's been out. When that guy comes back, he's going to get 15 to 20 touches. So I could trade Hollywood Brown if I could, because yeah. I think I could get a lot for Hollywood Brown. Sure. I mean, he's a top 10 point getter right now. So right. I love it. Well, I appreciate it, Doc. When are we going to catch you on the outside on the radio this week? Well, let's see. Maddie and I are doing the first look tomorrow. Yep. As little tornadoes permitting. And right. then uh, we're doing Friday Night Lights on Friday. And then we're doing the yep. Visionary Plays. And then we're doing uh, Saturday Morning on SiriusXM. And then we're doing uh, Discord on Sunday. I'm yeah. so locked in by Sunday. It, it's, this site it's has been, been so good for that. I mean, really, my DFS yeah. has been sharper than ever. Sure. You know, uh, and here's the thing, man. I'm looking at our, our uh, you know, user count of people who are actually on our site and the people that are in the Discord. There's room for you people. Come on. Come into the Discord. That's where we have the most fun. <laughs> I love it. All right, Doc. I really appreciate you. And um, I will look forward to you and Maddie. And uh, we'll talk soon. You got it. Take care, guys. All right. See ya. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be